And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and I'm your only host tonight, Nate. Tony, I think, is hopefully he's asleep. It's late where he is at. So uh, I've got the great Josh Monday. Uh, brother, thank you so much for being here. Um, do you want to tell my audience a little bit about yourself when they can find you, since this is your yeah. first time on the show? First time on the show. Um, actually, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, um, and army veteran. So I have a, a list of things, you know, I... Um, I, I just I love podcasting, man. I'm a host of uh, Josh Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. We've uh, been doing amazing. You know, God is so great, blessing us with uh, amazing guests, and you know, I'm booked all the way till October. Um, so, uh, really, I just uh, started out. You know, you know, I did. I was ra- I've been rapping for like 25 years. Uh, I just I switched from secular rap to Christian rap. And uh, that's what I've been doing for like the last three years. And, um, you know, I, I, I basically I just got back into the Lord about six years ago while I was in the military. I deployed over to Kuwait and I just got spiritually strong, started just lifting weights, got mentally and physically strong. And, and, and I just let God just pull everything out of me and just build me up to be a soldier. And I was a soldier for the United States Army. And then I just said I took all that determination, drive and discipline and put it into being a Christian. So now I'm a soldier for God, you know, and I, I just, I love it. And it's, and we just, we just expose evil. We're, we're truthers to the core. We will talk about anything on our show as, as long as, you know, you know, it's, we'll talk about anything, but like, you know, we do have YouTube. So it's sometimes it's like, we have to use code words, but anyways, we try to do our best, but uh, <laughs> if you guys want to check us out, my YouTube is Josh Monday music and podcast. And if you want to check out us, check us out on any podcast distributor, just look up Josh Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. And I appreciate you having me on the show, bro. Thank you for, for getting in contact with me. I really appreciate it. I'm obviously going to have you on my show as well. We do the same thing. We flip it. And uh, yeah, we'll get you on, bro, with your co-host. Sounds good, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'd love to have you on. Uh, we got our first comment. We got Monkman. He says, yo. Yo, so, yo, what's up, Monk man. man? How you doing, brother? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and tuning in, man. We're going to do some amazing uh, biblical studies on flat earth from a biblical perspective. It's it, it, it should be amazing for you. Thanks for the comment, bro. So, man, the first time I actually even heard about it, well, the first time I met a flat earther um, was with uh, my mom. Her best friend uh, was – I Anyway, she's a crazy lady, and I and I love her. She's great. Like I, I knew her since I was little, growing up. And then she came out. Like it was funny, man, because you know I think for flat earthers, I think it's harder to come out as a flat earther than it is for someone to come out as gay. You know what I mean? Like she <laughs> yeah. was real. Like she was real. Like I gotta tell you something. I, I think yeah, the like, earth is flat. You're like what's you know? going on? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say she had like cancer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I do for some people, I think they'd rather have their loved ones say they have cancer. Like it's such a crazy thing. I like oh, people are just so my weird wife, about it. my wife hates it, bro. My wife <laughs> is like she dislikes it so much, even if I could prove it biblically, and she's a Christian, but she just does not like it. She hears me downstairs talking like <laughs> she shakes her head. <laughs> talking about everything. She's probably upstairs in her bed going crazy. Like, what is this? My husband is nuts, but it's the same thing. I try to tell my brother, like, you can't just go to your party, your family party, jump out and tell everybody the earth is flat because what you need to do is have a foundation. You know, you have to ha- you have to know all, you know, a lot of the conspiracies and see how the government has lied to you, the false flags. You know, you have to know about the Illuminati, the black nobility and all that stuff. 
once you find out that Satan is like at the top, I believe of the pyramid, like as far as, you know, the governments and the CIA and all this different stuff, then you know that there's a deceiver that's leading these people. Right. I saw that your intro, the, the reptilian stuff, right. That's all, yep. you know, it's just to me, it's just, it's God versus the devil in everything we do. So that's why they have to have a foundation. And if they're Christian and they have a biblical foundation, I try to, if they want, if they're, if they're intrigued about it, then I'll send them, you know, one of the podcasts and say, Hey, check this out. We'll go verse by verse, you know, a biblical study of, of a uh, flat earth and, you know, but you, you gotta be able to know deceptions first before you just get slapped in the face with flat earth. It's, it ain't going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, she was always kind of like, you know, woke in a different way, you know, like I just thought she was crazy. And I, you know, I mean, I probably wasn't the nicest to her. I wasn't mean, but I was like, you're nuts, you know, that sort of thing. This was like probably a decade ago, dude. Like she was like an OG flat earther. Wow. And uh yeah, so I don't even know where she like learned this or like if she figured this out on her own, you know, like I'm really curious. Uh, so I actually reached out to her a little bit ago. I'm actually going to have her on the show. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Have her on the show for sure, bro. And how old is she? She's like, she's got to be close to my mom's age. She's got to be in her 60s. Okay. So, yeah, so. you got to understand, man, like back way back then they were teaching that in school. Like, I'm not saying like, in she was probably like, I know I'm like, like 1920, 1930, they were teaching that in school. Um, I've even heard all to the sixties in Catholic school. So she might've got a little taste of it in school. And, and then she, 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 she didn't get this, you know, like, like all of us are indoctrinated, you know, we're indoctrinated with the uh, Rockefeller indoctrination. Like as soon as we get to school, bro, they're just, they just do this. Look, this is the earth. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you get there. So yeah, she might've had a little bit of maybe some Catholic school or something. And uh, maybe she just, it just carried with her. Who knows? We'll get another comment. <laughs> it's, dude, go to a bar and just tell everybody the earth is flat. You know what I mean? You're going to be, you're going to get punched in the face. That's why it's a huge deception of, of uh, it's, it's like a huge um, deception of the devil. The, the other way I, I believe, but uh, we'll go through it and, um, and see dude. what you guys think, man. Talk about somebody getting punched in the face. Like, uh, I actually just threw it on my Instagram. So anybody listening, go check out my Instagram. Uh, I think it was the second to the last thing I posted. Uh, I was like, I was walking out of Home Depot. Like, I live pretty close to Portland. So, like, we were, like, in a Portland-ish area. And this dude had, like, a million pit Or, like, he, it looked like he grabbed a Sharpie and wrote all over his white car. And was just, like, arrest Fauci. The vaccine's killing people. Don't vaccinate yeah. your babies. Like, it, like, legit, like, awesome stuff. But I was like, man, that takes balls. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're walking around Especially here with there. that stuff. In yeah, Portland? exactly. Wow. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, now, I, yeah, see, I live in I live in California. So, I, I mean, we, we have a lot of, you know, obviously the same type of uh, – yeah. Uh, people that have the same political beliefs. So, what part right? of Cali are you in? I'm in Rialto, so so Southern California. You know, close okay. to San Bernardino area. Okay. I was, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I was I don't know. I lived in Lompoc for a little bit. If you know where that is, up north. Like, uh, yeah, mid, yeah. Mid like mid uh, California, right? I think. Lompoc. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I always think about it south because then I grew up in Eureka. If you know where that is, okay, yeah. Humboldt County. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cali boy. Okay, awesome, amazing, bro. So that's good. So you know what's up, man. So, so for me, uh, as far as for the flat earth part, uh, us as Christians, what I try to do, I try to tell people that we need to filter, uh, science through the Bible, right? Instead of, instead of filtering the Bible through science, because what some people do is they'll just take whatever doesn't match up with science and they just put it to the side. So like 30% of the Bible, they'll just throw to the side. The other 70% they'll pay attention to because they've been indoctrinated by science. But for me, my foundation 
is the word of God. I believe it's absolute truth. I believe God is absolute truth. And that's kind of my foundation. So that's kind of the way that I, I do this, you know. So um, so scientists, uh, what, what they try to do, as you know, is uh, they have like a little scientific trinity, you know. Well, first, you know what? I'm going to go with what the scientists say first before we get into the Bible part. So, okay, so. Um, have you kind of, have you had like, oh, I guess you had Dave Weiss on, so we probably kind of went over a, a little bit of this stuff, but, um, so they say that the earth is 23.4 degree axis spinning in a circle at a hundred miles or a thousand miles an hour. And it's rotating around the sun at 66,000 miles an hour. Okay. Um, now the, the, the fastest bullet travels 2,600 feet per second, which is 1800 miles an hour. So they're saying that we're going like, I don't even know, what is it, 20 times faster than a bullet around the sun? It's just, it's crazy, man. And then um, also, you know, if you think about it, so, you know, like a Richter scale, it could, it could, it could detect like a tenth of a movement, right? Like a tenth of a millimeter of movement. So when they say there's a 3.0 earthquake, you know, I could feel the earth shake. I could feel it move, you know? So, um if it was like an earthquake in Riverside, I could feel it in Rialto, but we're going 66,600 miles an hour and spinning at a thousand miles an hour. And they also say that it, it just, just doesn't go around it. And like, sometimes it, everything is going and, and like the whole entire universe is moving at 524,000 uh, uh, miles an hour. Right. So everything is moving, but we're all seeing the same exact stars in the sky. When you go outside, I don't know if you've, if Nate, you know, you just go outside at night by yourself, you could, you know, just take a look, man, and and just let me know if you guys feel like we're moving at 524,000 miles an hour. They say the sun is moving and everything is following it. They have, and then you just look up. Just let me know if you guys feel like that. I personally just, I feel like that's just insane. Most people I talk to that are Globers, uh, I just say, hey, so you know we're moving at 1,000 miles an hour. That's believable for them that we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour because we're so big. Right. But when I tell them, they say we're going 66,600 miles an hour around the sun, that even surprises them. Like, wow, that, that sounds like unbelievable. Right. So that's what I do believe. It's unbelievable, man. And when I get into the Bible, you're going to see how it's, how it just, it just doesn't, doesn't match, you know? So, so any questions about that so far? What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, you guys have me sold as far as that goes. Like, I mean, it's, I don't, for me, flat earthers have the best critiques, but I don't always get on board with the answers. So like one of the biggest critiques that I, that I see and like, and I totally agree with you guys, cause it makes zero sense. I can look up at the sky and we're supposedly moving a thousand miles an hour, an hour. And those stars aren't blurring across the sky. Yes. They're in yes. a fixed state and I can come back the next year and they'll be in the exact same position. Like, so whatever it is, we absolutely know that NASA's lying. They're a bunch of lying Nazis. So yes, definitely. It's a bunch <laughs> of lying Nazis. And, um, and not even the thousand miles an hour is, is impressive. It's the 66,600 miles an hour, which is an interesting number, right? Around the sun. And we're still seeing the same stars and they say the whole entire uh, galaxy is moving at 524,000 miles an hour. So yeah, it's constantly expanding and infinitely. And it's constantly expanding, yeah. infinite yeah. expansion. And then they say the James Webb Telescope, which you just saw, is uh, which he's a 33-degree Freemason. Look him up. So they're talking about other galaxies after galaxy after galaxy, right? So it's just what they want to try to prove to us 
I believe is the Big Bang Theory. So we'll go over the um, the uh, the scientific trinity. So we have uh, the Big Bang Theory. Okay, that came from George Lamont back in um, at, back in uh, 1920, right? So he was a Jesuit scientist priest. Okay, so that should be like a red flag to us. Uh, studied with Jesuits, right? So uh, and and he's a uh, and he's also a Catholic priest. Now I'm Christian. Okay. People might say, well, what, what, what's wrong with Catholic priests? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just telling you that I'm Christian. I have a relationship with the Lord. I do go to church. I go there for, uh, you know, but I, I have a relationship with the Lord. I like to read the Bible and stick, stick with that. Uh, Catholics. I'm not saying there's, there's anything wrong with Catholics. You guys could do your thing. We've done a bunch of shows on it though. Some of the stuff that they do is just not biblically lines up. But as soon as you hear that it's a Catholic priest talk about a Big Bang theory, you know, just just you mm-hmm. know, you know, we know what's up. As as conspiracy always a Jesuit, always, <laughs> always. So even Copernicus, they say, was studied under the Jesuits. So, um, so this all they say that this rough began roughly three point eight billion years ago, and uh, considered is and and basically. So 13.8 billion years ago, it was just like a pin and there was energy. It exploded and then everything came back together because of gravity. Okay. They say that the the planets formed came back together because of gravity. So in this, uh, in their theory, gravity is. Why the heck isn't the moon being crushed into the earth right now because of gravity? Yes. And they say the moon is orbiting at 2,600 miles an hour. So yeah. think about this. If it's orbiting us at 2,600 miles an hour, that's faster than a bullet. You look up and see the moon, and it's going slow as molasses. You know what I mean? It, it's not going 2,600 miles an hour. Okay, so that's another thing that's that's interesting. But so we got the Big Bang Theory. Then we have evolution, which is also – they say that he uh, – the gentleman that came up with evolution – uh, Charles Darwin, they said that he had ties to Freemasonry. His dad was a Freemason. So now we got some more secret society there, okay? Um, so we got evolution, and then we got the heliocentric globe. All three of those is like the scientific trinity. Those all go together. They say the reason why we're spinning is because of the Big Bang. That's the reason why we're, we're rotating, okay? So um, all that stuff goes together. Uh, now, when you read the Bible and, and you start breaking it down, uh, this evolution and, and Big Bang and all that stuff doesn't connect together. So what happens to some Christians is they will get indoctrinated by science and they go to school. They don't understand that it's a Big Bang theory and not like the actual truth and fact. And then they get indoctrinated by evolution. So what happens is they're like, okay, well, I'm going to just fit all this stuff into the Bible and the word of God. And I'm just going to believe this, but all the other stuff I'll believe in the Bible, but not the creation part. But yeah. we need to, as Christians... And that starts a small little evil seed that, like, makes you start questioning all kinds of different things. And then all of a sudden, like, you get some liberal friend that, you know, and, and then it just spirals out of control. I mean, that's what happened to me. Like, I I was born and raised, uh, like, Pentecostal Christian, like, pretty hardcore Christian. Uh, like, laying hands on people, praying in tongues, like, holy roller kind of Christian, yeah. you know what I mean? And... uh then as I got older, you know, I just got little worms in my head hanging out with, with folks that, uh, you know, were smart, but atheists and, uh, you know, convinced me of all these other things. And, you know, and, and I get it, you know, and, and it, you know, I, all those different questions, right. All these questions that it's hard to have answers for. And, um, but 
I realized at one point, because I, I went hard atheist and I went hard leftist too. Like I was a socialist jerk off. And I just realized that the world that they wanted was so ugly and so disgusting and so anti-Christ, you know, because, you know, as much as you want to say about like uh, Christianity, you know, Christ is pretty awesome, you know, you know, (laughs) and, and the way that they were attacking the family, the way that they were attacking culture, all of those things actually like culture and politics brought me back to the church. And then I found Christ again. That's awesome, dude. That's amazing to hear, you know, because now I have friends that are socialists, you know, too. I have a friend I work with and he's an amazing fellow and he does read the Bible, you know. So for me, it's like, dude, like there's just some things I can't get down with. Like I can't get down with the abortion part. That's obviously that's that's out of the question, no matter what for me. And there's a lot of stuff I can't get down with either. But I I totally understand what you're saying, bro. And uh, I would I don't for me, I was. I would say that I'd be leaning more towards conservative Republican because of my military side, but I don't even now I know it's just a big game, bro. Everybody's in the same uh, club as George Carlin said, and me and you are not in it. All these guys are just, you know what I mean? And they're all just puppets for the Illuminati, for the black nobility, for all that. I know that now. So I don't even. That's exactly, it was the inconsistency is what brought me back to, because like I was a leftist because like, I wanted like actual equality for like men and women or something like that. Right. And then I was like, okay. And then I was a leftist because I was very anti-war and I was yeah. a leftist because I was like against like uh, the drug war. Right. I was a leftist because I thought that people should be left alone and be able to like, I believed in free speech and things like that. Yeah. And like, I was like, you know, and so I, I assumed I was on the left and then I watched my entire group change their mind on a drop of a dime. And I was like, Wait, you guys have no principles? Yeah. You guys don't actually believe anything you say? No, you know, man. they they all, and, they all they're all the they're, like I said, man, they're all on the same team. We could tell, man. We could tell like the world is a stage, bro. It's just and and me and you are just are just watching, bro. And at least we're watching and we know it's a game. Other people, they're watching and they're believing everything and they're stuck. You know what I mean? And and like we said, you were talking about them some people just getting these these seeds planted and all of a sudden it grows and they stop believing in God. The whole thing, man, I'm telling you, is God versus the devil. You know, as a Christian, it's all a spiritual battle. And once you realize that and you find out the death, you know, it's just like if you go to like, uh, let's say you go to like uh, David Copperfield or or, um, or Chris Angel, right? Let's say you became friends with him and he took you backstage and said, hey, this is how I do the illusion. You're like, oh, you'll never be tricked again. Once you become a Christian, you start reading the Bible and you start knowing it's a spiritual battle. Then it's just like you already know in the trick. So when the devil tries to get you, you already know that trick and that magic trick. It's, you're not you're not fooled anymore. You know what I mean? And as a conspiracy theorist and a Christian, dude, it's I think it's the best combination, bro. Because yeah. you're dang, you're yeah. definitely dangerous to the devil for sure. I don't think he likes it whatsoever. Yeah, something you were saying earlier too. You were talking about like folks that are like good Christians, and then all of a sudden they start like you know, going to these schools and getting indoctrinated. It's really about the schools, man. It's really about like, there's this quote that I can't ever remember exactly how to say it, but it's something like you can't send your kids to Rome and be shocked when they come back Roman. You know, you know, the quote I'm talking about, you know what I mean? It's like, 
you so like when you send your kids to public school, man, that is a the very first problem. And so yeah. like I, I see like I actually just had somebody hit me up on Telegram. He sent he sent me a thing. It was like, hey, when you send your kids to school, look at like the medical consent forms that like. So basically, like there's implied consent. If you take your kid to public school, uh, they can give you like if your kid says like, hey, I think I I'm a girl, dad, you know, or, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They can give your kids hormone blockers. They can yes. give your kids vaccines. They can put fluoride on their teeth. They can do all kinds of stuff just because they darken the doorstep. And you said, yeah. OK, my kid can go here. You know what I mean? And it was like, yes, that is a problem. And you should look at those things. But the first and biggest problem is that you put your kid in one of these schools to begin with. Yeah, I know, man. I, I got three <laughs> girls that are like three. I got I got three girls, three under three, basically right now. So I'm, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, I told my wife, hey, we'll just she could just homeschool or do whatever, man. I I don't yeah. really want them in the in the public school system either. And if and and if if we could afford it, we'll put them in like a, a good Christian school. So I'm yeah, fine with that, it too, those man. are good. But like you should also like I would definitely look in your community. You live in a big enough area in Southern California. I guarantee you there's some great like Christian homeschool co-ops going on. Yeah. Where there's just like communities that like you're over at this person's house this week and this person's mom teaches them this. And then they, yep. you know, and like, yep. dude, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yes. I, I, I agree with that, man. So, um, yeah, man, I totally agree. It's just, I'm, I'm how old are yeah. your kids, man? I've well, got a, a, I've got a, a 10 month old right now. I have a three and a half year old and then I have a one and a half year old and then I have a four month old. Yeah. That's why I had awesome, to go check man. on my wife. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations yeah. to you too on your 10 month old, man. It's a blessing, man. God is wonderful, man. Like, uh, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed to have our first baby and then God just blessed us with three. So we're good, man. And we'll see about having some more. So heck yeah, dude. But, um, so we'll get back to the flatter stuff. So, all right. So, uh, as we know, okay, guys, um, a lot of, a lot of these secret societies, you know, a lot of these old, um, religions and stuff there, they were worshiping the sun, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, we got the obelisk, we got all these different things that, that, uh, that represent the, the, you know, Ra, the sun God. Uh, so they want us to, to, to worship the sun, man. Like we're all revolving around what the sun, the S U N, you know? So that's just something I, I've, I've noticed. Um, and then, that is uh, fascinating. <laughs> I never really thought about that because I mean, it is true. It, like the old Babylonian, like mystery school and all of that stuff, it all comes back to sun worship primarily and so that's funny that like the heliocentric like the whole this whole system uh that they're trying to force down our throat is the sun is at the center yeah and we're revolving around the sun and the sun's the most important thing it gives us life it like yeah that's it that's really interesting i never made that connection that it's still sun worship like their system is sun worship yeah it it totally is and um another thing we need to realize is that the uh the closest star Okay, is gonna be uh they say that it's 4.5 light years away. One light year is six trillion miles. Okay, so if you take six, you times it by four and a half, comes out to 27 trillion miles. So they say the closest star is 27 trillion miles away. That is insane. And you could take a Nikon camera and you could focus the, the camera and, and 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 you can make the star get a little bit bigger. If it's 27 trillion miles away, you should never be able to do that because how would you be able to get it a little? How big is that star? It's way bigger than our sun. And they also say that there's 100 million or 100 billion stars out there that have gal- or that have planets rotating around them as well. That's insane too, man. We got to think about that. 
So the whole science uh, wants you to basically believe is that there's going to be life out there. That's what they want you to believe. And they want you to believe that God is, is trillion upon trillions and trillions of miles away. Because when you read the Bible, God says that he put the moon, sun, and the stars in the firmament. Okay, that's in Genesis, mm. which I'll, I'll get to the firmament part. But so, and in Ezekiel, it talks about God's throne being above the firmament. So how far away would God have to be if there's trillions upon trillions upon trillions of miles of stars and, and all over the place, billions of stars? And then the firmament would have to be on the outside of that, okay? So biblically, it doesn't line up either, okay? And how the heck do they know if something is 27 trillion miles away anyways? How are they going to measure that distance? That's insane in numbers, isn't it? It's crazy. So it's just interesting. So first off, let's get into the Bible now. All that stuff, hey, it's all cool, but that's all scientific stuff. We'll just keep that to the side. So what we need to imagine, okay, when, when Moses is writing Genesis, okay, he's writing down what God told him on how he created the earth, right? Because God spoke to Moses. They were able to actually talk. They were able to, they said that he, he was able to, to speak to God and that um, the angel of God was able to eat with them as well in Exodus. You got to read that part. But anyways, so I don't believe if, if God was telling me, you know, God, like Father God was talking to me and telling me how he created the earth, I wouldn't lie and, and put my own spin on it. I would write exactly what he said and I would write it down to make sure that it's perfect and ask him, is it good? You know, obviously it doesn't say in the Bible that he was, he was having God proofread it, but I'm just saying we got to think about it. Okay. When he was writing Genesis. So let's get into uh, Genesis real quick. <clears throat> it says, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we have day one, God created the heaven and the earth. Day two, God created the oceans and the firmament. Day three, he created the dry land, plants, and the vegetation. So basically, day two, he created the firmament, okay? Then he created the ocean. So he separated the waters from the waters. So he put, there's water above the firmament and there's waters below. So now we have the ocean. Then day three, he created the dry land, which is, you know, that's obviously the self, self-explanatory, the dry land and the plants and vegetation. It wasn't until day four that God created the moon, sun, and the stars. So what was the earth rotating around on day three? You know, if he already had the earth created, did he doesn't talk about taking the earth and throwing it in a circle with these other planets. And also, if we read it, he doesn't even talk about planets. He doesn't say planets whatsoever. What planets are biblically are wandering stars. They're not planets, okay? So um, I'm not saying that planets don't exist. But I'm just telling you that in the Bible, it only talks about constellations. That's the only thing that that's what planet is in the Bible, constellations, which is stars. And if you look at the book of Enoch, the planets are wandering stars. OK, so I just thought that was interesting. But um, and also so just to go along with that, the fact that I feel like the earth, the earth is 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 still and the moon, sun and the stars rotate around us. That's what I believe. OK. Um, 
It says, here are some 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 uh here are some some verses that say that the earth is fixed. It says in Chronicles 16, our first Chronicles 16:30, he says, He has fixed the earth firm and immovable. Psalm 93:1, thou hast fixed the earth immovable and firm. Psalms 96:10, he has fixed the earth firm and immovable. Psalms 104:5, thou thou hast fixed the earth on its foundation so that it can never be shaken. Um, Isaiah 45, 18, who made the earth and fastened it and himself fixed it fast. Okay. So now we have, we have the, the earth being immovable and we also have the earth on foundations. There's a, um, there's an old Hebrew, uh, uh, there's a Hebrew picture. I think it's called like Hebrew cosmology or something where it shows the earth. It shows the foundations and it shows, uh, water underneath which would be the, the face of the deep. That's, that's basically what comes up when they, when the, when the, uh, when the flood happened. Right. And then in the middle or below is shield. Okay. Shield, which is hell is in the earth. And above that would be the firmament. And then you have, uh, God's, you know, the water above that. And then God's throne above that. I think it's a perfect, uh, uh, uh it's basically what they did is they took the Bible and then they just made a, uh, a picture out of what they feel the Bible says it, it, it's like. So it's an interesting picture. And the earth is definitely flat um, on that picture. Um, so there's here's another thing. Remember I told you that the moon and the sun are, are moving? Here's some, here's some things to prove that in the Bible. So Joshua 10, 13, it says this. It says, and the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. It so has written in the book of, of Jasher. So the sun stood still in the midst of the heaven and, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. So there was a whole day that the moon and the sun stopped for 24 hours or a whole day. And, th and that's actually in uh, other, uh, I guess, other history. They said the Mayans and they said the Chinese, that's actually recorded that the moon and the sun stopped. So if that happened, ask uh, Neil Tyson Degrassi. What he said is, if the if the earth stopped spinning and you don't have a seatbelt on the earth, everybody would fly off the earth. That's what their uh, their sci the scientists that they love so much. He said everybody would fly off the earth. So on in Joshua 10 13, he said the sun or the or he said that the sun and the moon stood still for a whole day. So how would that happen if we were rotating around the sun? It just it doesn't doesn't sound like it would be it would be possible, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, uh, it certainly feels like the Earth is stationary to me. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe so too. If anything, if it isn't flat and it is a globe, I at least feel like it's a geocentric Earth, and we're not moving. That's for sure, man. I agree with that. Um, and in Isaiah thirty-eight seven eight, it also talks about the sun moving backwards ten degrees. That's another thing. So like. 10 degrees. It's like a, it's like a clock in the sky, right? That's, that's, if you look at, um, uh, you had Dave Weiss on, if you look at his app, it's pretty cool. Who knows if that's the right thing? You know what I mean? The way that they have it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it's like, Hey, you could track it wherever you're at. It could be that, you know what I mean? But we don't know because they don't allow us to actually, you know, find out exactly. But I think that's a, a pretty good uh, depiction of it. And then, um, here's another thing. Okay. So the moon is a light and the sun is a light in the Bible as well. So in Genesis uh, 1, verses 14 through 19, it says, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament 
of heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years and let them for be for lights in the firmament of the heavens and to give upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. Um, so he's talking about two great lights. And there's a whole bunch of verses uh, where it talks about the moon giving off her light and there's also a verse in Isaiah where it talks about the sun giving off his light. So I don't know why the interpreters use his and her there. I thought that's kind of interesting. But yeah, uh, it, like Ezekiel 32, 7, it says, and I, and I shall put thee out. I will cover the heaven and make the stars thereof dark. I will cover the sun with the cloud and the moon shall not give her light. So what the scientists say is that the sun is shining off of the reflecting off of the moon and that is, yeah, Plasma Moon. Plasma nice. Moon yeah. map I've, by I've Vibes of Cosmos. I've, it's the I've best heard, map I've found. Yeah, I've heard okay. the Plasma Moon thing. Uh, there's a scientist that came out in like the, the like 1956 or whatever it was, 1960, and he was saying that the, the moon is plasma. So I don't know what the moon hmm. is made out of. I don't know if the moon is, uh, you know, if it is a, glo a globe or a sphere. I don't know what the moon is. I, when I look up at it, hey, it looks like it could be, but we only see one side of it at all times. They say that we're holding on to it because of gravity and we're just like basically, you know, spinning like that. But here in the Bible, it's discussing that it's there's two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. Now, it's kind of interesting because they did do some experiments where the moonlight and their shade is is warmer in the shade of the moonlight and it's colder in the light of the moon so yeah that's uh, really weird yeah i've really, heard that yeah really weird because it's cold light so it's like it's its own light so i believe just like the bible says that it is two great lights wonder rule the day wonder rule the night and i believe that the scientists are telling us that because it goes along with their globe theory you know but i have seen where the sun is out and the moon is out at mm -hmm. the same exact time and the moon like during the day and the moon is not a full moon i don't know why if if the if the sun is right there and the moon is right there it should be a full moon it shouldn't be a, a half moon or whatever yeah it just, absolutely it fully lit. and then when you have the sun and moon together in the sky what's happening on the other side of the planet supposedly like yeah. <laughs> absolute yeah. darkness <laughs> yeah absolute right <laughs> you wouldn't see anything but you never hear that so I just think that's interesting. And if you guys want to look up the Isaiah verse, um, I, I I have it in my other notes, but there's a verse in Isaiah where it talks about her light, the moon, and his light, the sun. I think that's just, I don't know why the interpreter decided to put that. That's in the King James version, but I just think like, wow, I, I don't know, because you know how some people feel like, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, angels stars being angels you know that's what it says in the book of enoch it doesn't say it in the bible it just it does say that satan was you know whatever the came down like lightning or it does say stuff like that you know the angels could be stars or or so i don't know man the book hmm. of enoch it's not canon but they could be they could be angels up there moving. I don't know, man. I, that, I don't want to get too much into that because that's, that's a yeah, that's part. fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and that Very could be a whole another conversation because yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so all right, so let's get into the, the the discussion of the firmament. Okay, uh, so keep in mind when we're going over this that 
the moon, sun, and the stars are in the firmament. Okay, so when we're talking about this, um, firmament means rakia in Hebrew. Uh, it it uh, and in Greek it's uh, stereoma. And what it means, it means solid, beaten out. Okay, so it's a solid structure. Okay, uh, rakia means solid. Okay, um, if you look at the newer translations, what's going to happen is they're going to put firmament and they're going to take that word and make it like expanse or they're going to make it the heavens. But firmament and Genesis, it, it's rakia. It's solid. Okay. The only other theory that's out there about the firmament that I've heard is a gentleman named Ken Hoven. Um, and his theory was that there was a solid piece of ice uh, surrounding the earth. And it was blocking the sunlight. That's why he said the people in, in Genesis live longer. That's what he said. This is his theory. Okay. Um, and what it, what he said is when the flood happened, that solid piece of ice melted and, 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 it, and it also rained and the flood came up. You know, So he said basically that that was a solid piece of ice around the earth and it melted and that's what caused the flood. So let's think about this. Okay. So if the moon, sun, and the stars are in the firmament, then that his whole theory goes out the window. Because that would have to be outside the entire universe, that piece of ice now, because the moon, sun, and the stars are in the firmament. So if you read it a little closer, he would see that what he was coming up with was not. And Ken Hovind is great at breaking down uh, evolution and going against these. He's a creation. He's a creationist. He goes against all these people, and I love him for that. I'm not trying to put him down or anything, but um, you guys got to think about this. If you question biology like i'm talking about evolution and you're a christian everybody's okay with it uh if you question psychology and say like hey depression is because of demons uh demon possession of the you know people are okay with that soon as you go and you start questioning cosmology everybody flips out on you like oh you can't question that do not question that you know so it's 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 very interesting man you now, know i think with this in nowadays i think people freak out if you question any of those things <laughs> yeah, there's there's a straight orthodoxy now. Yeah, yeah, if you claim to be a Christian, people freak out. Yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens to me, bro. Sometimes I get put in the lion's den. I'll, I'll someone will be like, "Hey, hop on my show." I'm like, I don't even know who they are. I'm like, "Cool, let's go." And they're and they're like new age as it could be, bro. And I'm like, "All right," so I got to sit there and just defend the Bible the whole show. But hey, you know what? I'm ready for that. So, all right, so let's get um. Let's get into Genesis 1, verses 6 through 8. It says, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and this evening and the morning were the second day. <clears throat> it says, uh, So there is a firmament. Oh, I said it. So there's a firmament, like a solid dome, and above that is water. Okay? That's why I believe... When we're spirit, we have to be able to go through that firmament to get to God's throne. So that's why it's solid, right? So we have to be able to go through that as spirit, right? So yeah. Jesus, when he went, when he came back for the 40 days, he was able to walk through the wall. He didn't need to walk through. He needed to open the door. He could walk through the wall. Just like I believe the Bible says, which will be a separate show, I believe the Bible says, which it does, that hell is in the earth, all right? In the earth, okay? So... If you were a spirit, you could travel. The angels come and get you. They take you to hell or shield, or they're going to take you to heaven, right? Absent from the body, present with the Lord, okay? So uh, just like um, the story of Lazarus in the Bible, I could do it, I could just say it real quick. Um, 
Just like the story of Lazarus in the Bible, the angels came and got Lazarus and brought him to Sheol. I'm sorry, not Lazarus. Lazarus got brought to Abraham's bosom, which is one side. And then uh, the rich man ended up getting taken to Sheol. And there was a valley uh, that was between them, right? So this is before Jesus uh, died. So Yeah, uh, so I was going to ask you a question about that. So uh, yes, Abraham's bosom, Sheol, are they, they're right next to each other and they're inside of the earth. In the earth. Yes. Okay. In the That's earth. That's interesting. Okay. okay. So, yeah, because heaven doesn't exist until after Jesus it dies and resurrects. Heaven exists, right. but heaven for us doesn't exist because gotcha. we cannot go to heaven yet. So yeah. all the prophets. Okay. So Abraham was down there and the guy was asking, the rich man was saying, Father Abraham, can you please put a drop of water on my tongue? I'm so thirsty. I'm dead. And he says, you know, I can't do that. He said, Father Abraham, will you please go up and tell my brother about this place? Because I don't want him to end up here, right? So he has all five senses in Sheol, right? That's what's kind of crazy. Yeah. He could talk, he can hear, and he could taste, and he could feel. So we need to understand that. Now, um, he says that even if I did go up there and tell your brother, he still wouldn't believe me. Which obviously is everybody on the earth right now. Because Jesus came and told us about everything, and we don't believe him still. So he was Abraham was right on on that, right? So... Um, so I believe, which will be a separate episode, I have a whole a sermon on that too. Hell being in the earth. It says Jesus descended into the earth and then he ascended up to heaven, right? So um, so also um, I talked talk to you about the Ken Hovind thing. Uh, so David, uh, David talks about the waters uh, in heaven. He talks about it. So the flood already happened by the time David was king. So that that mean that Ken Hoven thing is out the window with this verse right here, Psalms one forty eight, uh, one through four. It says, uh, it's, he says, praise praise ye the Lord, praise ye the Lord from the heavens, praise him the heights, praise ye him, praise uh, all his angels, praise ye him all his hosts, praise him the sun and moon, praise him the stars of light, praise him ye the heavens of heavens and the waters that are above the heavens. So. The firmament and the water above the firmament. So David is talking about the waters being up there. And then um, also Ezekiel 10.1. This is the one I was talking about. Now in Ezekiel, this is, you. have you heard the wheel within the wheel? Everybody talks about it like the UFOs in the Bible and stuff. So there's a wheel within the wheel. Uh, a lot of people believe that there was an angel flying that, whatever that is. I don't know if it's a vehicle. I don't even know what to call it. But that took him up. And, 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 it's, and Ezekiel, this is in Ezekiel's vision. He said, then I looked and behold in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubims, there appeared over them as a sapphire stone and the appearance and likeness of a throne. So above the firmament, he could see that, that God's throne was above the firmament, right? So that's a, a, a famous Bible verse that everybody, but they never bring up the firmament part. They always just bring up the cherubim, the wheel within the wheel. They never question the, the, the firmament part and that God's throne is above that. Josh, I got a question for you off topic. Yes, sir. <laughs> so Tower of Babel, when they were building a tower to heaven, what like were they trying to get to the firmament and through the firmament? Is that they were they were literally trying to build a tower to God, overthrow God, and take over the heavens. Just like Satan. And God said if they were all united, they were gonna yep. do it. Yes. That well, and and here's the thing. Um, you got to think about that. Why would God care about them building a tower up, anyways? 
they could, if it was like the globe and all that stuff like they're talking about, they could build the tower up and then they're going to just be able to not breathe anymore and they would stop. They'd say, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. I can't breathe. But if you read that, it's the book of Jasher, I think it is. So that's not, not canon either, but they talk about it being a mile by a mile, this, this building. So they were building this thing up and people were, were, they were mad when people would drop a brick off. They didn't care if people were falling off, but they were just mad if they were dropping the brick off because they were building this tower so high up. And it was actually Nimrod and the Babylonians that were trying to get up to heaven and literally take over God's throne. So if you think that God's going to stop these people like this from just building a tower up, do you really think he's going to let some Freemason uh, astronauts go all the way to the moon? Give me a break. What is he? Okay, guys, go ahead. You guys can go to the moon, but I'm, I'm not going to let these guys build the tower. And and they're you know, taking... It's... And they're taking a, a a Greek god and bringing it to the moon. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's all it is, man. Apollo. Yeah. I'm gonna bring Apollo to the. It's it's all disgracing God. That's 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 what yeah. it is. You know the whole thing. Absolutely, man. Good and, question, uh, though. Perfect question. One observation that I get from that, which I find fascinating, is just like all the people united were pretty damn powerful. Yeah. Like if we were able to unite, like in a, in a good way, you know, and that's, sure. that's the thing that our government needs to, well, you know, and they do, they spend so much time keeping us fighting with each other. But uh, yeah, I mean, just people don't realize just how powerful we are when we, unite. Oh yeah, bro. They, they're servants. They're government servants to us. Okay. Just like police officers, they're, they're, they're serving your city. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not, they're, they're nothing but they're, they're supposed to be like a servant to us. Not saying that they're like any, they're, I like police officers. I'm not saying anything about that, but they're serving the city. Like me, I was in the military. I was, thank you for your service. Everybody says that I'm serving the country. I'm not some a-hole that, that, that could just uh, come up to you and be like, you know, let me search you right now. Like, no, that's not how you're supposed to be, man. Like they're, they're servants just like the politicians. They're serving us, but they don't, this they is don't, yeah, this is one thing that I like to remind conservatives, though, and especially because you can see the way that they like, obviously, they don't give the police I'm talking about right now. They yeah. obviously don't give two craps about the Constitution. They've shown that over and over and over again, and that they, they, we cannot hold them accountable. The people can't, even though they supposedly work for the people. So what we have to realize is right now in the institution that they're in right as they are. They work for the politicians. That's what it yeah. is. They work for the system. And so, I mean, I know it's nice to respect the police officers because I know I, I have, you know, I have friends and family and things like that. And like, yeah. I, you have to respect the individual. But the system right now is completely broken because, oh, I mean, hard, conservatives, man, man like I, I, I want them to wake up. And I think this is a big red pill they need to swallow. It's like, who do you think is going to come for your guns when there's a red flag law? It's going to be the police, and you know what I mean, and and that's it. So you, you can hide behind it, that man. thin blue line. You can wave that flag all you want, but they're going to come and point a gun at your head and take it. And you know, and yeah. you know what else is fucked up? It's like you live in California. It's not going to be long before your kid, if they say that they're a different gender, you know, the cops are going to come and take your kid away if you yeah, don't recognize not, it. You know what I mean? So, not, yeah, because they think it's child abuse because you're not recognizing the whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I so. Get it. I just like whenever people just say, well, I love the police or something. I, you know, I get it because individual, individual, individual police officers. I have, a I was in the army. Bro, There's so quite a few, but man, I, but I even the that, army dude, like yeah. the army, they just, they work for the politicians too. They're they, going to they come. Work. Listen, 
yeah. it's going to be, it's not just going to be what I think would happen. This is what I believe would happen because I believe that the gun grab has to happen before the mark of the beast and all that stuff goes down because there's no way dude, that's going to be the, uh, that's why they're slowly transitioning into taking the weapons and bringing the beast system in and bringing in the, 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 the currency, taking the dollar down. They want to have the one world currency, the one world government. It's already here. We can already see that. You know what I mean? But they have to get the guns from the Americans and every other country knows that. I talk to people from other countries like, Josh, once they get your guys' guns, you know it's over. I'm like, yeah, dude, I know it's over. That's why we're fighting so hard. But like you said, though, those people, dude, they get a paycheck. It's going to be basically yep. if you get if you get the market, if they, get, if they take the mark of the beast, that makes them they're going to they're gonna be like, hey, then, you know, they're sold out to the government for sure. So they're going to come for your weapons because they're going to get that paycheck. But we're going to be starving. But guess what? We have God. We better have faith in the Lord. Uh, he the yeah. birds the birds don't sit out there and be like i need to have a barn and i need to start packing all this food no man the birds eat the same thing with us man we're going to be able to eat we're going to be taken care of by the lord okay but we need to understand that these times are coming and be prepared and don't be caught off guard and if you're not reading your bible and if you're not like prepared for this type of stuff you're going to get caught off guard and these deceptions are going to get you easy if you're all in the new age and oh love oh yeah that's the christ that's the christ you're gonna get he's gonna come in the spirit of love and yeah peace. the last episode that i'm pretty sure that was the last episode that i put out yeah uh we were talking about that um the lucius trust if you if you know what that yep, is i know what that um, is yeah. yeah yeah and like their uh their great invocation that they were just doing they're trying to bring so everyone thinks the un is some like secular like like science-based we just want world peace this kind of crap and it's like dude if you understood the weird religions that they just that look they, at their wall yeah and break their but wall they were doing this stop. yeah yeah, the, yeah. The phoenix they had like the dude it's like it's it's all about the antichrist coming and all that dude it's, yeah they call them the cosmic like, christ that's, and uh dude that's yeah, it. It's that's pretty why they're wild, doing man. That's why I believe, and that connects to this. So that connects to this flat earth, okay? So the reason why they have the cosmic, dude, the cosmic deceptions is that's why they have everything going. They have that telescope out there. They have everything going. Oh, look, there's other galaxies. Uh, it's going to be an alien coming in. And all the new age people, no offense to you guys. I know it's um, no offense to anybody. You can believe what you want to believe, but you know that there's going to be a cosmic deception and you, you're going to fall for it. Because you believe in aliens, but what there is is fallen angels. That's what those things are. They're fallen angels. So, okay, I'll get back to the firmament part so we can get through this. So, all right. So, um, Revelation 4, uh, verse 6, it says, And before the throne there was a sea of glass like under crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four full four beasts full of eyes and before and behind. So it's talking about God's throne and a sea of glass like crystal, right? So that would be the firmament. Um, and have you heard of Operation Fishbowl before? Have you ever heard of that? No, I think you might be muted. Sorry, I'm muted. Yeah, my it's baby okay. was talking. No, I haven't heard of Operation Fishbowl. Tell me about okay. it. Okay, check this out. So uh, this is in 1962. Um, it's, it's called operation fishbowl. Um, and, and, and it started out, uh, being called operation Dominique Chama. And if you look up what Dominique Chama means, Dominique, uh, means belonging to the Lord and Chama means fixed shell. So what they were doing is they were shooting high altitude missiles, uh, and they called the, and the missiles are Thor missiles up 
into the sky. And this is in 1962. After uh, this is after Operation High Jump, after Admiral Byrd went down to Antarctica, right? And he went to go search for lands. He was on TV talking about extra land past Antarctica, and that then there just there's that he saw extra land. Um, also that year, 1958. In the dictionary, you encyclopedia, you can see that it says that at 13,400 feet, there's a dome in Antarctica, okay? That's what they said in the, and then they pulled it the next year, okay? So, so in 1962 is when they started shooting high altitude missiles, Thor missiles in the sky, and they call Operation Fishbowl is what they changed the name to. And if you think of a fishbowl, there's a hole in the glass and then there's a, a dome and then there's land so think about that that's what flat earthers believe and these guys are shooting missiles a thor missile that's another thing bro they got all these greek gods and roman gods that they're talking all the time so thor missile is going to explode the shell belonging to god isn't that crazy bro that's it's, it's just insane to the way they do things man it's pretty wild that they try that man because it's like I mean, yeah, it's pretty wild that they even try things like that because, like, let's say – I guess my question is this. So the elite that know know what this is, do do they know what this is? So the elite that are hiding this from us, like, do you think, like, let's say Neil deGrasse Tyson, for for instance, do you Um, think he knows that we live on a flat earth? um, He he seems to be the character that always comes out when the flat earth proves something, like they shot a rocket up to 125,000 feet or a balloon. I think it was, I'm sorry. They took a balloon to 125,000 feet. They had a camera on it and everything looked flat. So what they did is, so he comes out like maybe like two or three weeks later on a talk show and says, you cannot see the curvature of the earth from a plane. You cannot see the curvature of the earth from 60,000 feet or 125,000 feet. So, you know, we saw that video and he was like, you better check, you better say something. You, he saw it. He starts showing the globe like this and saying that, oh, that's like being barely above this part right here. So you're not going to see the curvature. So he's basically, he's the one that watches these videos and he comes out with a response to them now. And they all, a lot of people say he's a Freemason too. I don't know. I can't prove that. I, I don't know. It wouldn't but, surprise me at all. But yeah. He is either super indoctrinated into the studies of all this stuff, and and he's maybe he is a super smart gentleman. He's I know he's highly intelligent, whatever. But I don't know if he knows. But I'm just telling you, he seems to be the one that every time uh, the flat earthers prove something, he comes out on a talk show, a big talk show, and he talks about how, oh well, you know the guy that was the, did the Red Bull jump, he did have a fisheye lens on there. Yeah, that's why New Mexico was so big. Ha ha ha. You know. He, 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 he knows when we catch something that uh, he needs to go and be their damage control. That's what it is. So I don't know if he knows, but it does seem like that. But here's a funny thing, though. Warner Von Braun, I think he knows. I think he knew. Um, he even put on his tombstone. Uh, you know, Warner Von Braun, let me go over who he is first. He was the first director of NASA. He came over here with Operation Paperclip and brought his Nazi scientists over here. Okay. Um they say that he converted to Christianity at the age of 66, right? Hey, that's a funny number too, right? So, but he wrote on his tombstone, Psalms 19.1. He says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. 
That was on Warner Von Braun's tombstone. And it's he's pretty the amazing, one man. That yeah. got with Stanley Kubrick, got with Disney, and they started this indoctrination of every single person. Mm-hmm. They had movies like they did Man a great on the Moon. Job. Yep. Oh, they did, man. Even in 1920, the Universal, they had already had the globe. So people were already thinking it's a globe, right? Before they can even literally prove it. 1500 years ago. This is something my audience has heard a hundred thousand times, but uh, my mom met. uh, Well, no, you say whatever you want. I'm just going to say something. My audience. I thought you meant what I just went over. No, no, no. I thought you meant what I just went over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was just going to say, Verna von Braun came to my mom's classroom when she was a kid. Uh, My dad, or my her dad, sorry, uh, my grandfather. He was some sort of rocket scientist and worked in California at some jet propulsion lab. I don't think it was JPL, uh, but it was was some other. Yeah, yeah. So we have to think about something, okay? So we got Jack Parsons. We got uh, Hugh. uh, Got it. The guy that was the leader of Scientology was it Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard. No, 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 no. L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. We got Jack Parsons. We got Stanley Kubrick. We got Disney. We got Warner Von Braun. All these people working together. And Warner Von Braun came from uh, Germany. Okay, guys? He was a Nazi scientist. What was their secret society in Germany? It was the Brotherhood of Saturnalia. What was the first uh, satellite that he put into space? It was a Saturn, right? So you got Saturn there, right? You got uh, Mars there. Now, if you look into Roman... Greek gods, you got Saturn being the top of the top, then you got Jupiter, then you got um his son, I think is Mars. I have I have a whole list of it. But anyways, so you kind of think about this. And then Apollo, right? You're taking Apollo, you're bringing it to the moon to to you know, so they're just they just uh, they're always trying to disrespect the god of the Bible. They're not always disrespecting Muhammad or or any of these people. They're always disrespecting Jesus Christ or God of the Bible. That's that's Watch the movie Thor. I just watched it, okay? I watched it today. Um, and I'm just listening to everything he's saying. He's talking about Greek gods. He's talking about uh, the sun god, Ra, from Egypt. He's talking about Zeus. He's talking about all these different gods. Doesn't mention one time the real god. Doesn't mention Yahweh. Doesn't mention the god of the Bible. Doesn't mention Jesus whatsoever. And that's how it, you know, it's just, you'll see it, guys. You'll see yeah. what they try to do. Never mentioning God, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, and then also, so we got Genesis 1.8, and God called the firmament heaven in the second day. Oh, we already went over that before. Um, and then, uh, okay, so according to the Bible, there's three heavens, okay? Um, there's one There's one of the heavens would be where the birds fly. The second heaven would be where the moon and the suns and the stars are. And then um, above that would be the third heaven, above the firmament, which is where God's throne is. So I think it's interesting because Paul talks about going to the third heaven. Paul talks about it in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 2 through 4. He says, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth such one caught up to the third heaven. And I and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. And he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which are not lawful for a man to utter. So Paul's talking about going to the third heaven, okay? So I believe that if Paul got taken up to the third heaven and this is a globe model and there was moon, sun, and stars in the firmament, then Paul would have to go from earth all the way past all these stars and trillions and trillions and trillions of miles away to get up to the third heaven, which would be above the firmament. So I believe Paul probably would have mentioned it here 
if he would have went to the third heaven. All he says is, I heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. He doesn't say, guys, I traveled millions of Tron, trillions and trillions of miles away and went all the way. He'd probably write a whole entire New Testament on this if, if he did. And I saw the moon and the sun, and I saw the earth rotating around the sun. It was insanity. He doesn't say anything like that. He just says, I just, it was unspeakable words that you can't utter. So, and he says, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Why? Because he just went up past the firmament. I don't know how high it is, but some people, they estimate, you know, maybe only thousands of miles away. They're not trillions upon trillions of miles away. And he said, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. If you were going in space and you're able to survive that crazy journey, do you not think that he would be saying that he was definitely out of the body because I went through space and time and all these different things. And, and I got through the firmament and I saw God. No way, dude. So I just thought that was pretty interesting that he yeah, said that. 100%, you know. man. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on interdimensionality? What are your thoughts on any of those sort of things? So I'm curious to look like, cause it says that he doesn't know if he was in his body or out of his body, but like we've yeah. kind of talked about how we don't think that he, we can get through the firmament uh, in our flesh and blood suit. Right. Yeah. So maybe like God put him under for a minute and brought his soul up. Right. Um, do you, what are, what are your thoughts on like interdimensionality? What do you, what do you think as far as like, and maybe even like visiting other realms, like via psychedelics or hypnosis I, or I ask meditation. People, dude, I ask people that are deep in the research in the Bible and that know Hebrew, all this stuff. I had some people on my show. I asked them this question. What is the Hebrew word for dimension? There's no word for dimension. And so they go, nothing. I said, okay, so according to the Bible, hell is in the earth, Okay in the earth now is it in another dimension i don't know but it doesn't seem to be right i don't know now are 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 demons in other dimension yeah i guess so maybe i don't know the reason why people come up with dimension is because einstein says that there's 10 dimensions or scientists say there's different dimensions i don't know man about dimensions and i don't know if you could travel to different realms or if you could split time and go through I don't know. Some of the stuff that science scientists come up with, man, it's maybe it's just above my pay grade. What I do yeah, is yeah. I just try to take whatever's in the Bible. But yeah, dude, is is God in another dimension? Is heaven another dimension? I have no idea. Did did uh, Paul go through a portal to get to heaven? Maybe it doesn't. But I just try to go with whatever the Bible says. And if I can't find it, because that's the thing that's crazy, because I was just about to get dude. my next line to you was going to be. God, I don't know if God is in another dimension. I know he's above the firmament. So when you said that right now, that was amazing. Because I was like, dude, I was just about to say that. I don't know if there's a word in Hebrew for firmament. I mean, not for firmament. Jeez, you see what I'm going? I don't know if there's a word in Hebrew for dimension at all. So yeah. now I'm going to go over a few things, though. Think about this, okay? Um, this is what I was going to go over. So when Jesus was baptized, think about this. It says... And Jesus, uh, this is Matthew 3, verses 16 through 17. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went, went up straight away out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, which is the Holy Spirit, and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So God is up, right? And he's speaking from the heavens. 
saying that this is my son and I'm well pleased. And the Holy Spirit came through the firmament down and, and descended like a dove, right, onto, onto uh, to Jesus. So I thought that was interesting. Also, um, Second Peter, it says, For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was born to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved son from whom I am well pleased. So that is coming up above the firmament, okay? So I, I just think it's interesting. Like, it doesn't sound like God is trillions upon trillions upon trillions of miles away. It sounds like God is a lot closer. Now, did he travel through another dimension and just speak to everybody right there? I, I don't know, you know? It's just it's it's just interesting. Yeah, man, that that is really fascinating too. And what are your thoughts on uh, just you know you don't even have to have thoughts on this, but I'm I'm just curious. Like, what are your thoughts on like UAPs, UFOs, things like that? Um, these things that like that are yeah potentially okay. not man made. Uh, do you yeah? What are your thoughts on that? I do you think, think that there are okay? Go fall, for it. Yeah, I think that there would be controlled by fallen angels. Okay. Uh, I know like in 1942, uh, that, that era, whatever, whenever the Roswell thing happened, I know Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard were doing something, which is called the Babylon rising or Babylon, something, some kind of, some type of, uh, some type of, um, you know, yeah, uh, trying to bring the moon child. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So they were trying to do something. So then all these, a lot of the UFOs started showing up, but you see them even in the past. So I believe that it's all, uh, it's all demonic. Now, UFOs and UAPs can also be, you know, made by the government. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. 50 years ahead is the technology that they have that they're not displaying to us. They're not going to tell us about. So that could be government vehicles trying to, uh, you know, or it could be uh, interdimensional. Like they talk about dimensions. It could be interdimensional, but I believe that they're fallen angels. And what they're doing, I think they're just getting us ready for this big cosmic deception, man. And, and that's, that's all it is. And I do believe that fallen angels and the devil are working with our governments and they're, and they're behind the government right now. And I do believe that they could break bread with the devil because in Hebrews 13, one, it talks about, uh, you never know when you're entertaining an angel. Also, uh, if you go back to, um, like the, the time of lot in Sodom and Gomorrah, the two angels came, they were able to grab lot by the arm. So they were able to physically grab um, he noticed that there were angels when they were coming. So maybe they have some type of beautiful look to them or something that looks different than humans, but they come in human form. They're able to eat. They ate with lot as well. So they can eat, they can drink, they can act like normal humans. So I believe that fallen angels and Satan are able to walk this earth and sit and break bread with these governments and talk to them, bring agendas down. That's why they have the black nobility. That's why you see the high, high level Freemasons. Who's at the top? Lucifer's at the top. He's the light bearer, right? So yeah. I believe that he's able to do that. So I do believe that they're able to keep these agendas going and however he wants to bring in the Antichrist, that's how he's going to come. And it could be through a cosmic deception. It could be through Project Bluebeam. It could be through something like that. But they yeah. want to confuse us to not know when Jesus actually is coming back. Everybody's yeah, that's be fascinating because like, I, I always go back and forth whether or not these things are like physical or if, like how spiritual these things are. So like sometimes I wonder if like demons can actually like it because the way that I would kind of see a demon would be something like interdimensional. And I, it feels like they can't really come into this realm without like maybe possessing a body or something yeah, like that. And so I do they believe can that the spirit of the Nephilim, that's what I do believe. I believe mm. that demons are the spirits of the Nephilim and they need a body 
because they want to live like we're living right now. So think yeah. about how blessed we are to live in these bodies right now when there's demons that are waiting for you to slip up, to give them a channel, and they want to get into your body so they can, you know, so that they can feel what you're feeling right now. So they could there's breathe, people inviting so them right now. Eat, so they can, yeah, there's people <laughs> inviting them for sure. So, but they just want to be able to be in your body. And you yeah. are blessed to be on this earth right now from God. And what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit there and, and and just keep on doing nothing for the for the kingdom? You know what I mean? You could do that if you like, yeah. but there's demons. But the heavenly realms too. Like I, I find that interesting. Like you were talking about with like Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Uh, they had those two angels that came down and those people were pounding at the door saying, we want those angels. Yeah, to have sex with them. So they have to be a physical attractive. creature. Yeah, they physical. have to be attractive and also physical in this in this existence. Like they have to have a physical form. Yeah, that's why that's why the when the you know in Genesis six when they came down, we'll talk about this on another episode, but you know, they took they took the wives, you know the what watchers. I mean? They took the wives, yeah. So yeah. you gotta think, man. It's it's all interesting stuff, man. Uh but uh here we go. So we have we have uh okay, here's the verse that Globers will say proves that God was talking about a sphere. So they take Isaiah 40, 22, uh 21 and 22. It says have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he, talking about God, who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. So if you think about the flat earth model, it is a circle. Antarctica is around the outside. And, and if you think about a dome, which is which is the firmament, God is sitting on top of the firmament looking down on us like grasshoppers. It says that right there. And it says that he stretches out the heavens like a curtain, right? And 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 stretches them out like a tent to dwell in. I never put a tent on a globe or a ball ever in my life. I, I was in the army. I used to put tents on flat surfaces, okay? So that now, and, and the author Isaiah does know the difference between a ball and a circle. One thing that we need to know is that in Hebrew, there's no word for sphere either. Okay, there's no word for sphere, or uh, so that's so he does use Isaiah 22 18. He says, He surely violently turned and tossed thee like a ball into a large country, and thou shalt not die. There shall be chariots of thy glory and that shame of thy Lord's house. So he's talking about throwing uh, like a ball. So he could have said he sits on top of the, the firmament, looks down on the ball, but and, and even when I talk about that verse, like. Does it make sense that that uh, if the firmament is outside of the whole entire galaxy, he wouldn't be able to see us like grasshoppers? We would, we would be like mites, not like grasshoppers. You know what I mean? We'd be we'd be so tiny to him. But I believe he's talking about God on the firmament, his throne above the firmament, looking down on us like grasshoppers. Which for me, uh, that makes sense. And also, everybody on Earth, if you knew that you were you were sitting here and God was watching you. From the firmament, a lot closer, you know, and able to see you like grasshoppers. It's just like the bot, like if the boss walks in the room, you know what I mean? You're going to be start, start typing or doing something, you know, because your boss is watching you, you know? So if everybody knew that God was watching them at all times, I think that this earth would be, you know, a lot better personally. And if they knew that God was real, because what they do with the whole globe and everything, we just talked about it, man. They're trying to hide the creator. They're trying to hide God. That's what that's all they're trying to do. And if they knew this is this is one of the big things that atheists push, you know, so if they knew that this at the end of this life, what you did mattered, 
that would change a lot of things too. Because I mean, I think that was like the big thing for me too. It's like when you, cause I, you know, I was going down like the philosophy rabbit holes and I was studying all these different, like, uh, like Eastern mystical stuff. And, and a lot of the philosophy comes down to things like, well, this is like what you, you end up, you know, and this is where you get into these like really just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just nihilistic, terrible. Like when you realize if this is true, that we are just these like sentient monkeys on a ball spinning, you know, aimlessly through this, like, yeah, yeah. Worthless flying through. And then absolutely nothing fucking matters because, you know, we're just so insignificant on this like little tiny, tiny ball in this gigantic, ever expanding space that means absolutely nothing then why on earth wouldn't i want to just have sex with whoever i want why why would it matter if i could yeah i could i want what you have i'm gonna take it you know what does it matter you know like it so it all just comes down to like a power dynamic you know that's that whole postmodern thought that there is no truth so everything the only thing that matters is who has might and so i get what i want and they want to be the rulers and they want us to be ruled. Yeah. And that's, that's how they want it to be, man. They want to make sure that we depend on them and don't depend on God. Yeah. We depend on them to give us uh, our the state is and God. All stuff. That's all yeah. a money, just a money grab. Even NASA, man, it's like $55 million a day goes towards NASA every day, $55 million a day. And look into what they're doing. Well, I found a shadow on Mars. You know what I mean? Like I found, it's like, what are you guys doing? For I love what Dave nothing? Weiss showed me. You know, they're showing those the Mars Ranger, yeah. the Mars Rover, whatever it is. And then you look at it and a fly buzzes off and like, yeah. you know, okay. this whole thing. And it's like, yeah. wait, you guys just discovered life on Mars. That's and the I, biggest discovery ever. <laughs> think about this. The ISS, the International Space Station, is going around the Earth at, at 17,500 miles an hour. And there's supposedly 3,500 satellites going around the Earth as well. So that ISS is not worried about smashing into a satellite. And, and the footage that they show, they're showing it going around the Earth. That's what they're trying to that's, – that's what they show, right? I don't see any satellites on any of that footage. It says in 90 minutes it goes around the whole Earth. And I see no yeah. satellites. So – that's another, that's, that's another episode. Um, yeah. so, okay. So we also have, when Jesus comes back, it says that, uh, it says, behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and also which pierced him and all kindreds of earth shall well because of him. He says, I am the alpha omega, the beginning and the ending saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is, has to come the almighty. So he says that every eye will see when he comes through the clouds. So on a flat earth model, that makes sense. Every eye will see when he comes. But if you're on a globe, a fourth of the earth will be able to see, not the whole entire earth. But it says that every eye will see. And another thing that I think is interesting, it says that stars are going to fall from heaven. Okay. Um, in, uh, in Revelation, it says, and the star, it's Revelation 6 verses 13 through 15. It says, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth even as a fig tree casts her ultimate figs and she is shaken upon the mighty wing and the earth departed as a scroll when it is rolled together. I think that that's the firmament opening. That's personally what I believe, but it's talking about stars falling to the earth. And when Jesus was, was on the earth in Mark 13 verses 24 through 25, one thing that we need to believe as Christians, we believe that Jesus lived a perfect life. We believe that Jesus couldn't lie, right? He didn't sin. So, let me just give you this verse. This is when Jesus was on the earth on Mark 13. 
He says, but in those days after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. So he's talking about the stars falling to earth. Now, if you look at the scientific view of what stars are, stars are all suns with galaxies also. So all those stars that are out there, they can't fall to the earth if they're as big as the sun. That would be insane because there's that'd be impossible. It's like every star fell down from the sky. You know, they're supposed to be the size of suns. All of them can't fall to earth. So obviously they're closer and they're smaller. Jesus cannot lie, right? And he's walking the earth talking about that, okay? So I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, all right, so we're gonna I'm gonna wrap this up here, bro, pretty soon here. I got I got a few things. Um, so also when the flood happened, you guys got to think about this. Okay. Genesis seven 11 in the 1600th year of Noah's life, the seventh day of the month, the same day were the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were open. So I believe God opened up the firmament, let water come in to this fishbowl. Right. And, and also waters were coming from the, it talks about from the, um, the waters came from the great deep broken up. So water was coming up. I believe that water was coming in the firmament and it was also raining. So if you have a big fishbowl, it's easy for it to flood way easier than if you have a ball, it's hard for you to flood the whole entire earth as a ball. And, uh, I just think that it's interesting, man. And, and it also in, um, the book of Enoch, it talks about the windows actually being open off the, in the firmament. <clears throat> so waters came in. So I think that that's interesting, man. It would be hard to flood the ball, but not hard to flood, um, and then also it says uh, that God opened the door to heaven to, to rain down manna in Exodus as well to, to feed the, the, the children of Israel. Um, and then in Daniel, it talks about, this is a vision, it talks about the highest tree. It says that, um, it says that, um, that he saw a tree of great height and center of the earth reaching its top of the sky and visible to the earth's farthest bounds. It talks about the ends of the earth. So um, it talks about basically being able to see the ends of the earth from the highest tree. That was a vision though. So um, I just think that's, that's, that's interesting. So um, I can connect all this, um, all this stuff to, to the mark of the beast, bro. Everything I just talked about right now is about the earth, about science and everything. We can connect it to the mark of the beast. So I'll do that really quick here. So, all right. So in second Thessalonians two 11, it says, and for this, because God shall send them strong delusion and they should believe a lie. I believe that maybe the globe and the cosmic deceptions could be the big lie. Okay. So what it, and, and how I'm connecting that is because think about this. We're rotating around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour, right? So that's 666. Um, okay. So the gravity was discovered in 1666. Um, we're at a 23.4 degree axis and this is Rob Skiba stuff. Okay. This is not Josh Monday. I didn't go and just break down all these numbers. This is Rob Skiba stuff. So I want to give him credit for this, but I thought it was interesting. So 23.4 degree axis. If you subtract 90 degrees from 23.4, you get 66.6 .6 degrees. Okay. So we got 66 there. Now the dimensions they give us of the earth, every one mile is eight inches squared. So if you take eight, you divide it by 12, then that's 6.66 feet for one mile. If you go 10 miles, that's 66.6 .6 feet. If you go 100 miles, that's 666.
So now even the curvature of the earth is 666. Okay. So everything can connect to that. So the strong delusion is supposed to even have the elect uh, be deceived, right? So that's that's happening right now. So the strong delusion could be um, it could be the the globe. Um, and the last thing that I would go over would be um, also when Elijah um, he ended up he he went up he he got taken up to heaven without dying. Also Enoch got taken up to heaven without dying. It all says up, okay up to heaven. So where's heaven? Just like when you were a baby or when you were young, where did you think heaven was? Up. And it is. God's throne is up, okay? And hell is down in the earth. I can go over that on the next episode when you have me, bro. Yeah, That's my whole absolutely. sermon, bro. <laughs> That's it. I love it, man. That was that was fantastic. Um I always love to talk about flat earth. I'm still, you know, I'm still not 100 on it. But uh, yeah. I think that it, it makes sense to me. I, like some days I think that we're like literally in a simulation. Some days, you know, I've had interesting conversation with people who think the earth is hollow. That's also oh, a fascinating dude. one. And <laughs> hollow? But, uh, it is. Okay. For me, here's what I could do. Hey, hollow earther. I haven't have a hollow earth episode. But all I was doing was going over that hell is in the earth. I did go over Admiral Byrd and his hollow earth stuff. Yeah, I went over that. And that's yeah. okay, man. I mean, whatever people want to believe, do I know what's in Antarctica? There's an Antarctic treaty. I can't find that out. Do I know what's in the North Pole? They don't allow to go, me, me to go there uh, either. There we go, man. The globe is a very strong delusion for sure. Yes, it is very strong delusion, man. So um, everybody ends up going up to heaven, right? So that's what I believe, man. Just like when I was a kid, what did I believe? I believe yeah. that God was up and I believe that Satan is down. Now, Satan is so much of it earth. is intuitive. You know what I mean? Like so much of it, like we naturally know and we yeah. have to be taught otherwise to. Yes, yeah. exactly, dude. And yeah, um, yeah so um, before, we'll, we'll, we'll end it with if you guys read Job, it talks about um, devil was talking to God and he says, where have you been? And he says, I've been to and fro in the earth and on the earth. Okay. So if he was, if he didn't go in the earth, then uh, God would probably tell him right there, you're lying, Satan. You didn't go in the earth. You only went on the earth. So think about that, guys. I think that hell is in the earth and there's something in there that, that Satan wants to go to. So I believe that and they, we've only gone eight mm. miles down. So think about that, you know, so. So I have one more quick question for you, and it's just it. an opinion. So, like, so we're talking about how we have to lose our meat suits to go through the firmament to heaven, and mm -hmm. I assume we have to lose our meat suits to go through and into the earth to, into yeah. Sheol. So, yeah. is it a physical place, or do you consider that a dimension? Um, I I believe it's a physical place because there's right now it talks about angels being in a bottomless pit right now. In the earth, dude. At yeah, the and in the heaven, it says that we're going to get a new body. Yes, a new body. That's true. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So that makes I sense believe, to me. I believe that the Bible is pretty clear that, that hell is in the earth, and we've only gone eight miles down, and that's all we're going to be able to go down. And what scientists are going to tell you, that they know exactly what's in the earth, 
They have no problem telling you, uh, well, in the earth is uh, just magma and that's it. Like they, they want to tell you that like as if they knew. As if Sounds like a lake of fire to me. Took a sample and freaking came up and <laughs> yeah. said, it's magma. They have yeah. no idea, but it does sound like a fire yeah. to me as well. But yeah. I think it's pretty clear, man. There's, there's Bible verses to back that up. Also, it talks about in Philippians 2.10, it says that every, every knee will bow to Jesus in heaven, on the earth, and in the earth, which means that everybody yeah. in Sheol is also going to bow to to. So it's it's another uh, episode we could do, man. But yeah, I love it, man. Definitely in the earth, biblically. But for everybody that's listening, it doesn't matter whether you know. It's not like you're going to go to heaven or hell uh, to believe the earth is flat or not. But it is a faith builder. Are you going to take the Bible and believe the Bible? Like, are you going to believe the Word of God? Or are you going to believe atheist scientists? I believe faith, right? If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains, okay? And Satan knows that. So as a Christian, I challenge you, read the Bible. Pray to God before you read and ask for discernment on what he wants you to, what he, you know, what he wants you to know out of it. I mean, there's so many different ways that the Bible is going to go. But I'm just telling you guys, the most important thing obviously is to make sure that you repent for your sins and you ask God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm a dirty sinner. We're all saved by grace through faith, not by works, you know, because it's not of yourself so that no man shall boast, right? So think about that. We're saved by faith. So if you have strong enough faith, you're not going to let any of these distractions or anybody's, you know, you know, flying saucers and all this crap, dude, just stick to the word of God, have a strong foundation and let's go. And if you need prayer or if you ever want to get a hold of me, uh, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at Josh Monday underscore podcast. I will pray for you. I will pray for you for sure. Or if you need to get a hold of me, you know, follow me. And if you want to check out my podcast is Josh Monday Christian and conspiracy podcast. We take a conspiracy and show you how it relates to the Bible. We have a guest every week and we're booked all the way till October and we got some amazing guests and, and please leave a five-star review for reality scissors. So hopefully I'm saying that right podcast <laughs> because we work our butts off and you know, he's probably tired right now. It's like 10 40 at night, you know? So please leave a five-star review for him. You know, he deserves it. He sounds like a really awesome person with a great heart. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. We had one last comment. Somebody threw a, threw at us and said, the black sun is below and Polaris punched through. The sun and the moon are the refracted, uh, refracted split projections of the black sun below. I okay. don't know. He might be talking about hollow earth, that there's a black sun in the earth. You know what? I don't know, man. Uh, I've had a guy on my show, um, Pastor Jim Wilhelmsen, and he believes in the hollow earth and he doesn't believe in flat earth at all. And um, he's he, he would be an about, interesting guy to chat with. You want to oh, hook me is, up with that guy? Of course, I'll hook you up with Moral Bob. For I want sure, you, man, I want to hear you and Moral. Yeah, I've had a couple people have him on the show, and Jim Wilhelmsen, he was and he's just he's very intelligent and awesome person. So I'll, I'll send you his information for sure, bro. I'll send it Sweet, to you man. as soon as we get off of this. But everybody cool. listening, thank you though, thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. I'll hit the outro, and if you want to hang on, we can chat for a second okay. after. No problem. All right.